Hi. Hi. What up? What up with you? A little creaky. A little creaky mic. Creaky mic stand. It's, oh. it's take it or leave it. It's a pretty popular podcast. <laughs> Beaver and Cleaver, your hosts, here for another episode of Take It or Leave It. I don't know. What is this? This is the third ever. This is the third ever. Real podcast. Life. That's the word I've been it's trying to. It's a podcast. To. It's an iPodcast, and uh, we're here to give you some advice, advice that you didn't know you need. But you will know that you want. And after we're done giving it to you, you're going to say, I needed that. And now everything's fine, and I'm okay. End podcast. Beep. Just take it. (laughs) And that's what we'll play at the end again. Mm -hmm. How do you like our theme song? Let us know. Beaverandcleaver at gmail.com. No, not you. Okay. I know your opinion. (laughs) Do you think if we get really famous, the Rolling Stones are going to be like, Yes. You stole it. No. I think Jagger's going to be like, I lied. Let me let me re-record that for you. <laughs> what happened to his voice there? I don't know. <laughs> little, little Southern. What's that? Are you chewing some chocolate? Mm-hmm. Sorry, right. is that loud? Can you like, hear it? Just like only when you're doing Mick Jagger. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. I, was it Southern and? Um, yeah, Southern British. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have tobacco. to work on that. Got to work on that. You're really good at impressions in general. Yeah, maybe I'm slipping. I feel like I'm slipping right now in general. Yeah? I feel sluggish. This moment? Just right in this moment. We got to ramp it up. You turn up my my headphones a little, maybe? Yeah. A little bit? How's that? A little bit better. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. so I've been dealing with this sinus infection all week. Uh-huh. And by all week, I mean for like two weeks. Yeah. But I think today it's finally better. And you know how I know? How? It's because I didn't think about it at all today. Yes. And then I was talking to my mom. She was like, how are you feeling? And I was like, oh, my God. I must be feeling better because I just felt normal. There you go. Which is, you know, not great, well, but better. So anyway. We'll change that with the podcast. Yeah. We're going to change that right now. We're going to turn it around for me, for you, for you, mm-hmm. for the royal you. All of our amazing listeners, which uh, we have at least 40. Do we know if those are unique listeners or know. listens? I don't know. Let's say unique listeners for the purposes of... Uh, making ourselves feel good about it yeah that's what this is all about we're trying to help you trying to help us and if this is your first time tuning in don't worry it's actually just like this the whole time it's so not going if you anywhere. don't like it you should probably <laughs> switch don't subscribe if you can't handle it that's fine we don't need you we have friends i was thinking that we could jump right in to social q-tips just to get ourselves limber yep a little stretch for those advice muscles and then you guys are going to be so excited because we, we have like, got mail, like six emails. That's right. And it just goes to show, like I predicted, our popularity is growing exponentially week to week. It's true. And it's reflected in all of these amazing emails with well thought out multi-part questions. Very well written, I must say. Sense of humor. It's true. It's nice to see. Our constituents are Almost everyone fantastic. nicknames us. Nobody. Yeah, and themselves. <laughs> yeah, there's some slefsies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to just blast through. This Social Q-Tips is a segment of Take It or Leave It with Beaver and Cleaver where we read the social cues from the New York Times and then we give our own advice. We pretend that we're just two friends hanging out in a coffee shop in New York City. In Long Island. And one of our other friends who isn't there has a problem that we think is kind of dumb. But we talk about it anyway. Mm-hmm. And then we finish up. We pay our tab. We pay our tab. And then we run into Philip Galanis and we're like, what did you think? And then we, you know, compare notes. Yeah. And then we inevitably end up storming out. That's right. So I'm going gotcha. to I'm gonna breeze through some of these. Okay, uh, I'm gonna, I feel like I like number one. Yeah. They don't like my husband, but we can still be friends, right? That sounds good. You want to just jump in? Yeah. All right, we're doing it's it. It's the only one I can read, really. What about what's what's wrong with books for Christmas? Ugh, Christmas is over. Someone what? was singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer today, and I was like, stop it. <laughs> sure, she was 10. It was annoying. What about this? Why do none of these women care about my opinion? Um, mm. No. You want to do the first one? I like the first okay. one. Okay. They don't like my husband, but we can still be friends, right? Because I feel like we can't be friends, but... A reader wonders how to navigate relationships with her other couples with other couples oh 
Okay, go. For six years, my husband and I have been great friends with two other couples. We ate together, traveled together, and hung out a lot. Recently, the other couples told me separately, but within a month of each other, that they know they are no longer willing to spend time with my husband. No reason was given. Both couples said they are open to seeing me without him. This is going to break my husband's heart, exclamation mark. Should I tell him directly or let him discover that he's being ghosted over time? Is there any way to continue my relationship with these friends? Ooh, what is wrong with him? There's no reason given. And yet two, not two people, four people, Mm -hmm. two couples are like. In the same month. We don't want to see him anymore. I feel like. He did something. This spouse is blind to something. Yep. She, he is not mm-hmm. paying attention or is You mean unwilling. the writer? Yeah. Anonymous? Does it say? It just says anonymous. Okay, anonymous. The spouse. Yeah. Spouse one. Yep. Our hero <laughs> is, I just feel like that's a big, something happened. This something dude happened. did something. I think he's cheating. You think so? Yeah. And I think the two other couples know. And they're like, can't do it. Like, we don't want to be the ones to tell you, but we're not going to stand by and pretend everything's normal when we're all hanging out as a group of six friends. But if that's the reason, that's so shady to just be like, we'll hang out with you, but not your husband. So we're going to make you make this choice. It's either us or your husband, which (sighs) which to answer her other question. So her question was her actual questions. That's which is interesting that she didn't even or they didn't even touch on. Why, why didn't they give me a reason or why mm-hmm. don't they want to hang out with my husband? But their question was, should I tell the, should I tell him directly or let him discover that he's being ghosted over time? Uh-huh. I would say tell him directly because that's crazy. Because then you're the one keeping that secret and that's yeah. going to make you feel ugly and drive a wedge right straight between y'all. Right through your heart. So. Yep. And if, yeah, exactly. And uh, is there any way to continue the relationship with these friends? But what if this guy's a dick like i just don't know the husband yeah this is too hard like yeah he could totally suck and like maybe enough is enough and these friends are like listen we love you we want you in our lives that's such a crappy way to tell your friend that. what's a good way to tell them that at least give a reason like we don't want to hang out with your husband because he's a dick god I hate this. this I hate one. these people. <laughs> I hate these people that have these crazy huge issues and casually frame them. But like their questions are not even getting to the heart of the matter. I just skimmed, scammed ahead. Skimmed ahead Did you scam your way ahead? And I scammed my it way sounds into like life. you scammed. I do. Okay. What is, what's Philip but, say? But he brings up a point that I think I, I would have gotten to. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. Uh, maybe I'll just read it and then, I'll, and then we can chime in. All right. How long is this response total? Oh, let's see. I'm worried about putting too much Philip in here. A couple few paragraphs. This is a little bit of filler. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's pretty long. It's, but All right. Well, do your it f- starts, power skim. Okay, power skim. I'm sort of astonished that you didn't ask your friends either time why your husband was being cast out into the desert. Does this mean you have a hunch or maybe it's not the first time they've mentioned their difficulties with him? Either way, I would ask for a clear explanation of the problem. So that was going to be what I was going to say with how to mm. maintain the friendship. Yes, it's possible to maintain the friendship, but you can't just go on pretending like nothing happened. Yeah, because either they're shitty friends. Yes. Or your husband's doing something problematic. Yeah. You got to like figure out. You owe it to yourself to figure out what's going on. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, what else does he say? What else he got? We all have failings, but if we're not put on notice of them constructively, we can often make big improvements. We're, but if we're put yeah. on them, if we are put on them, put <laughs> on notice of them. Anyways, yeah, yeah. if you let them know, they can fix it. Your husband is a conversation hog. Oh, if your husband, see, I, if I'm reading too quickly, I'm, I'm going to ruin You're panicking. This. I'm sorry. If your husband is a conversation hog, occasionally snarky or too strident in his politics, he can work on those issues if he's told about them. Uh, I also get it that it can be hard to lodge complaints with your friends, especially if they're defensive. But six years of camaraderie should buy your husband some goodwill. Of course, there are other problems that are much harder, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Basically, I feel like we're kind of on the same page. As for maintaining your own relationship with these couples, unless your husband's offense is grave, could you really continue being friends with people who won't let him apologize or try to do better in the future? (gasps) That's a good point. That's true. And if his behavior was truly egregious, you have bigger fish to fry. No. Which is Ooh, that's what annoying we were way to end, but true. That's what we were getting at. If his behavior was a big problem, then he, like it, 
Well, I guess we weren't totally getting at that. Okay, but, but here, of. like, six years of friendship, and it's not out of the blue. There's no way that two couples... You want this to be a mystery. There's this is something true detective going on season with this guy. Four. He's a sociopath, what just like do? the last guy. Yep. Just like the pathological liar. Yep. He is one of those dudes that's, what like, a doctor. social cues is really just about, like, um, outing sociopaths? Do you think the answer is the same every time? Yeah. Wouldn't sociopath. it be amazing sociopath. if sociopath. that was just Philip's response each time? I would love that. It's like, one word. Maybe that could be our New York Times column. Maybe we switch gears completely and our whole mm-hmm. podcast is whether or not... People are sociopaths. Yeah. Social? Sociopaths? <laughs> I did. I did just now. What kind of social path are they on? (laughs) Crazy. Anyway, that sucks because she is hiding something from herself. She or he. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's not going to end well. Tell you that much. Because usually, I don't know for sure, but a lot of times your friends are right about this kind of thing. You know what? I'm glad that I think we should leave it on that note. Okay. Because I think you're absolutely right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yep. Brings me back to our last last week's voicemail. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Mm-hmm. By the way, thank you, caller. Thank you, caller. Last week. One and only so far. Yep. Amazing. Really liked it. Yeah. And we're not complaining about that because we've never given out a phone number. So That's true. <laughs> That's a really good point. We are not open to anonymous calls yet. That's true, not yet. Although I would venture we don't have too many anonymous listeners, but I could be wrong. Maybe people are just surfing uh What's that one? Pocket Cast? No, they're just searching Overcast or Pocket Cast. Just looking or for a fresh Google fresh Podcast or Breaker or Spotify. Maybe they're like, hey, you, uh, you've you uploaded hey, two podcasts. You must be for real. Yep. Give you a little listen. We yep. like your caricature. Yep. All right. Should we get into some, not like that problem wasn't real, but how do we know? <laughs> Let's get into some real some life local. Problems. I have a feeling that these are more local. More, at least more our speed. I don't know. Not New York. Mm-hmm. Who Not knows? New York. One of them, I think, is New York. Well, let's open it up. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to, to read the titles again or just start from what was most recent? I think we got to go in order. So okay. we make sure we cover all of the, okay. Okay. the email ground. All right. This first one is from Plainface Jane. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And re- do you want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It reads, hi, B and C. Last week on your mini-sode, you started to talk about makeup and how to do entry-level stuff. That's right. We did. Mm-hmm. Okay. The conversation got cut off. Whoops. By a collar. Rude. <laughs> but I found myself wanting to hear more about what your thoughts are regarding makeup in general. I believe in creative expression and all that business. And all that business. <laughs> but have always been afraid to wear anything other than chapstick. I never had... An older sister or anyone to teach me how to really apply anything, and I feel too embarrassed to ask one of my friends to show me. Oh, I'd like to be able to feel confident applying makeup for special events and whatnot, but at this rate, I'm scared I'll never learn. Do you have any advice for a newbie like me, or should I just forget it and proudly go au natural forever? Thanks, plain face Jane. Plain face Jane, I feel you. Yeah. Oh man. PFJ. I feel like this is exactly what we were starting to talk about. On last the mini-sode. Last week? Yeah, last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. You it's, feel the same? Yeah, we just didn't get enough time to go into it. I have the same issue. I've been an au natural person for my entire life. The only times I've ever successful. I think the, there's one time that I successfully had, like, makeup done mm-hmm. in a way that was more than just eyeliner. Mm-hmm. And it was a... It was when I was a bridesmaid. So like a professional makeup artist did it. And it was like this specific style. It was very undertone or mm-hmm. under. Un- understatement. So yeah. yeah. Understated. And it was like highlighting Subtle. the features that I already have. Yeah. Who knows what those are? Like, I don't know what my features are. I know. Can I, I get know. a professional? I mean, I could tell you. Uh-huh. What, do you like, what do you like about my face? I think you got like your natural features. You got a strong nose. Oh yeah, good lines. Real crooked. No, no, it is. No, I think. Look at it head on. Sometimes mm, I I'll do. Tell you what, all the it's time. Insane. <laughs> Look okay. at it like so, you're sitting across from me. Here's the first tip for this emailer, though. If somebody is trying to help you understand what your features are, don't combat them. Don't argue. Just listen right. to what they're saying. All right, fine, 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 fine. <laughs> so you can start to you know incorporate some of these things into your look because okay. that's the hardest part. I mean. So for somebody who has who's gone gone their whole life not wearing makeup, it's either because they don't like the way it feels, or 
like this person is saying they've they've been interested but they've just never had the ability to jump into it or they're they even said they're too embarrassed to ask their friends so they're probably going to be a little self-conscious if somebody starts to say like you have amazingly like strong and high cheekbones okay but to be fair you said strong nose right off the bat and i'm just wondering like how one would use makeup to accentuate their nose and what is nose makeup and where does it go that's a good point mostly i mean i don't know mostly mostly i see when people do nose it's like you powder you powder the nose powder the nose i think people are wanting to like make their nose disappear more but i i I disagree with that i mean i don't think you have to play it up but i just don't think you need to like there's no i think the whole you know try to make your nose look as small as possible thing is whack i don't know about that being a thing i mean i'm sure it's a thing Surgically, for sure. I mean, yeah. You're right. I'm sure. I mean, this is funny because we're both trying to give advice on something we know nothing about. It is. That's kind of the theme, you know, a little bit. But I do know. I know exactly how this person feels because I, too, don't have an older sister. I once put on lip liners, eyeliner on accident, and it was red. And I thought it was cool, but it wasn't cool. Why not? It made me look very ill. How do you know? Red on, like, your eyelid. Like, what are these called? What's under your eye? Your uh, your eyelid. This is an your eyelid lower too. Lower lid. Lower yeah. lid. Yeah. Under lid. Uh-huh. Yeah, I put red on that. And it didn't look good. Okay. I mean, I, I think that's awesome and experimental though. It was experimental. I'll give myself that much. Most of the people who know what they're doing really well are the people who started out by putting red eyeliner on, but then they just kept going and playing and playing more and so. more and more. I think that they have better skin that retains makeup also. No. Because mine just slides off. Like, no. No, it's true. Oily complexions. Okay. Eyeliner. You know, the other thing you can do, the next time that you're in a big city, go to a mall and Mm -hmm. go into a Sephora shop and get a consultation slash have them do fill your face up with samples. But I feel like this person's saying they're really embarrassed and they don't. Well, that's the great thing about going into a big shop because you're totally anonymous. And you're totally anonymous. And they're professionals. Mm. Like, that's what they're supposed to do. You're supposed to sit down and be like, I have no idea. Is my skin oily, dry? Should I highlight my cheekbones? Should I make my jawline stronger? What about my neck? What color is my face? What is a T zone? Is Uh is it like a field goal? What's going on? Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, so happy that you asked all of these questions because here's a hundred different products that I can show you and also teach you about your face. All right, I'm into that idea. Also, YouTube. Ooh. There's so many. Not it's like only, your older uh, sister on demand. Yes. Not only are they like helpful, but there are some hilarious makeup videos of women who apply makeup in a way that makes fun of the pros. Oh, man. But they end up looking great. But they're like, and then I just put a bunch of this shit over here and I just dab it, dab, 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 dab it. I have no idea what I'm doing. And then over here, I just like smear it on. Whoops, I fucked that up. Let me try again. And I bet they do know what they're doing. I mean, these videos that I watch, they're very convincing. You watch it's, these videos. Well, it's, it's, they're, it was a viral. It was viral. Uh-huh. It was viral. <laughs> and if it's viral, it's not your fault. I felt like I could relate with this person, even though they were they they owned more makeup than I've mm-hmm. ever even put my hands on. I do like to buy makeup every so often, and in the same way that I uh, sporadically invest in all kinds of things, thinking it will turn my life around. You know, like every couple of years or so, I'm like, I'm going to buy makeup and then I'm going to wear makeup and I'm going to look different and be better. I'm going to be happier. Everyone's going to notice me. And uh, I never do it. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh-huh. Well, now is the time. You and this uh, and plain face Jane are going to make it happen. I'm just really shocked that through that this whole conversation, you haven't mentioned my lipstick, which I know you know I'm wearing right now. I do. And I think it looks really good, but I also know that you hate compliments, so I'm trying to avoid it. Well, I thought like maybe we could talk about it because I have well, been wearing lipstick at night in when my you, own house. When you interrupted the comments about the nose, just so you know, my right, neck, right. the next thing I was going to say. The next thing? The next thing. <laughs> I was going to talk about where your lips. Uh-huh. You've got great lips. I hate my thin lips. You've got great lips. Right. They really take to lipstick well. I've never, ever felt that way. So thank well, you. Well, okay. I'm here to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> I really appreciate that. So the one time that I, I had makeup that was good was for a wedding. The other time that I had a super makeup done, 
uh, was on a cruise ship and I looked like a whore. It what? was really bad. I what was kind 16. of cruise ship were you getting made up on? It was a carnival cruise line. It was just some random random trip that went on with my dad and my sister and it was really fun. And they had makeup artists? And they had like a salon. Huh. And so we both got makeovers and had like prom hair. Oh man. And really like kind of like hungover mermaid makeup. Yeah, I've been there. It was bad. It's really bad. When it's bad, it's bad. Which made me convinced that I just didn't have, I was like, I just don't have what it takes I for makeup. Makeup, makeup face. I don't have a makeup face. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe with the right makeup artist, mm-hmm. we really could both have completely different faces, which let's, is cool. I do respect do that. I get like, like the artistic face expression thing is really cool, like to have control over how you look. But yes. then I'm also in the camp of like, fuck it. I look how I look. I'm mm-hmm. not going to risk crying. Because guaranteed, mm. if I put on mascara mm-hmm. that day, I cry. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like that's a great. That's great, though. Crazy. That's an awesome look. Crying, crying mascara. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. You're I right. did used to wear makeup. I take it back. I used to wear like black lipstick and stuff when I was oh, in man. my goth phase. I've been trying to rock purple in the last couple of years. Still. Yeah, I've seen that. And it feels good. And again, these are all uh, discount, discount woohoo makeup. <laughs> woohoo <items>. makeup. <laughs> that also helps me decide. It limits your options. Constraints are good. Pick out woohoo makeup. That's all. all. right. That's you want to read the next one? Yeah, here. Should I, can you zoom it for me? Uh. <laughs> Hold on. Let's yeah. see who can go faster. Can you zoom faster or can I log in to this account? Oh, yeah. That's huge. Okay. I just don't know if I can make it... Um... Yeah, I don't I don't know if well, this full is full screen it. This is going to work. Full screen that. Let's scroll over. I can't. You can't scroll over? No. I can't. I right, can't. zoom out like two. You're not doing anything. Just pretending. <laughs> there we go. All right, I got it. Okay. <clears throat> Hi Beaver and Cleaver. Exclamation point. This is kind of a boring one. Ugh. All right. But I know you Should we skip it? <laughs> Next. No, let's hear it out. Let's hear it out. This is kind of a boring one, but I know you both have experience working with nonprofits, and I'd love to get your take on my situation. I work for a small organization on the East Coast. Is this the New York one, you think? Yeah, this one, and there was one more, too. But Mm -hmm. anyways, go ahead. And have been responsible for hiring and supervising year-long interns for several years. This past year, I've been fortunate enough to find someone who is extremely enthusiastic and a great fit for our organization. I desperately want to figure out a way to find him a position... And I know his dream is to continue working for the organization, but we have such a tight budget already and I don't know how I can justify creating a new job. I'm not the top dog, so I'm struggling to figure out how to advocate for this intern without overstepping. Do you have any ideas? Thank you so much. Love your show. Nonprofit nobody. <laughs> Ooh. Wow, that is a dark note. So specific. You're not a nobody. Yeah. First of all, you're not a nobody. Second okay. of all, how do you know about our nonprofit jobs? <laughs> yeah. We'd never disclose that information. That's true. Well, we did. We did, we do. And if you listen to the mini sods. We did, we do. And if you know us at all. Ooh, so I'm going to recap real quick. Okay. This person works for a small nonprofit with a super tight budget, and there is a what sounds like an intern working there who is ready to join the team. Mm-hmm. but there's just no financial means to make it so mm-hmm. and they're not in charge so oh right and this the the person writing is not they're not top dog they're not top dog so i'm not exactly sure like what that what the barrier there would be oh maybe just because they feel like they don't have the ability to make the final decision mm-hmm. to hire or fire or do anything yeah well i mean in my experience when you really want something to be so you have to raise money for it mm, yep so one way could be to have a frank conversation with this person the intern and see if they're really invested and you know seek out grants capacity building grants or general operations grants to fund that position mm-hmm. and then have them step into it just to spice it up a little bit yeah what about blackmail just as another route. What does that mean? I don't know. I just got real like sleepy thinking about nonprofit mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm just. You mean to... like if the if the if the nonprofit nobody blackmails the boss? Yeah, to, or the into board, hiring or one the... of the board members. <laughs> oh 
I mean, yeah, that could totally work. It could also just mean that the nonprofit nobody loses their job. Mm, and then they then, start a new organization with this intern. Make, or that intern takes their job. Yes. That's another route. Give them your job. Quit. Quit. Step out of there. You're boring. Recognize. You hate your job, clearly. Yep. You're calling yourself a nobody. You are putting yourself down by saying this email's boring before we even read it. Oh, so I think you're nailing this. Thank you. Quit your job. Quit your job. And Get on a cruise ship. Get a makeover. Go on carnivalcruiselines.org because they are org. definitely a nonprofit. <laughs> Get an internship with Carnival Cruise Lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I hear they pay amazing rates. Yeah, they're not. S- really take good care of their people, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I think you're you are starting on the right thing. Yeah, I mean, money. one method is to just collaborate with that. Obviously, if you're not the top dog and you made a point to say that you're not the top dog, it means that the top dog whoever that is holds weight so i mean you know the right thing to do is before even making any of these steps Talk check the in with dog. them yeah mm-hmm. but think- if you're feeling like you know what no you know you could always just work on this grant with the person who with the intern and mm-hmm. then be like surprise look at we got this uh capacity building grant and it's perfect for this position well, it, seems like it could be a bad move too though to write any to kind surprise. of grant on behalf of an organization without without running any. it by i think you, know? you gotta you either gotta blackmail or you gotta do it on the full transparency level here's another approach make yourself indispensable <clears throat> or make the intern make himself indispensable uh you know some key knowledge that literally no one else has or could hope to have what? Uh, maybe they know passwords to things maybe they are good at coding or something other technology stuff can't lose them too valuable figure it out okay i like that it's a rough sketch of an idea but i really like that yeah yeah just be like listen you'd be stupid to get rid of this person so yeah. mm-hmm. make make them a position yeah or just start uh start writing down everything they do and everything they bring to the organization document mm-hmm. everything you got. I think you really got to show. Even if you're not able to find a grant, you have to figure out how to show, like the return on this position, right? Yeah, like I like corporate thing. This is striking very close though, because mm-hmm. I just like in the last six months or last eight months or whatever had an experience of having to convince a group of people to allow a certain hire, and it was, and it's a hundred percent contingent on me being able to fundraise to keep that mm-hmm. position alive. Because even though, you know, the folks that are kind of the top dogs are like, no, we totally get it. We get that that they're doing amazing things for this group. We get that, you know, like, yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes. But like, we have to look at the bottom line. So I feel like if you did present this picture of how indispensable they are, how much the return is, blah, blah, blah. You also just have, have, have to present a funding model. Mm-hmm. And you have to Other, to Otherwise, being... the, the top dog is going to be like, I don't have time to consider this and we don't have the money. Okay. Unfortunately. Especially because it's such a... I mean, like they said, it's a small organization. Yeah. And the East Coast is like poor. There's no money over there. There's, there's no, so there's... many overeducated interns. <laughs> it's this, That's a community of new money. Really big issue. Yeah, it's a big issue. All right, solved it. Next. Good luck, nonprofit nobody. Maybe you'll be a somebody someday. You're not going to believe this. We just got another email. Shut the front door. Okay, we've got we've to gotta cruise through these. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Boudoir for my boo. Oh, okay. I'll read this one. Okay. Dear Beaver and Cleaver. Boring. <laughs> I expect more. <laughs> Come on, writers. We should come up with a name for people who submit. Uh, Beavers? Uh, no. No. That's <laughs> you. the only one we can't use. I don't know. Uh, we're the receivers in this scenario. Mm. They're the... Tweeters? Mm. Emailers? Typers? We'll come back to Askers. it. Askers. Okay. We'll come back to it. Dear Beaver and Cleaver, Valentine's Day is coming up, and I want to take a few quote-unquote sexy pictures for my partner. <laughs> I love that it's in quote, because it's like, you know, that what could mean that anything. Mean? What is it? <laughs> I'm away a lot for work, and we often have long periods of time where we don't get to see one another. We'll be in different states on February 14th, and I'd love to surprise this person with some photos. I'm fairly comfortable with my body, but I have no idea how to do this without turning it into a joke. 
<laughs> There's your answer. Oh, Turn should I do joke. selfies? Have a friend help? Is print better or digital? Should I wear a costume? Is no clothing sexier than tasteful lingerie? Help! I identify as female if it helps with specific questions. Sincerely, selfie conscious. Okay, well, they redeemed themselves with that. They came back yeah. at the end. It's like, start from the beginning. Oh, but man. They had two out of three. Subject line, sign off, but not, uh, what's it called when you Salutation. Salutations? Yeah. Bad salutations. Um, I like this. I do, too. I have so many thoughts. I don't. Okay, well, I'm going to take it Okay, then. go for it. So... And the very end, there's a whole slew of questions. Should I do selfies? Have a friend help? Print better? Digital? Da, da, da. So I'm just gonna like nail or nail um whatever I'm trying to say. You <laughs> just know, nail them to the wall. I'm just gonna nail a couple of those to the wall. <laughs> so the first one I want to talk about is print versus digital. I'm gonna say print. Period. Hands mm. down. It's too risky to send stuff like this over um, digital, even though it's your partner who you obviously trust. Phones can end up anywhere. It's just not, I would, so period, nail to the wall, print. Um, also, it's super cool to have a little print thing in your wallet or oh, like in yes. your in your locker at work. Underwear <laughs> Whatever, drawer. underwear drawer, exactly. Your work locker. You know, Where do they work? <laughs> in high school? Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, they're like a gym teacher or something like that, probably. <laughs> That's super safe. Definitely put do it, that. Yep, put your, put your print of your honey in your locker at your work job, your school job, excuse me. <laughs> um, yeah, it could be a bookmark, et cetera. All right. So then the other thing, selfies. Okay. So let's see. These two things, two issues that I think we can tackle with the same answer. Answer. Should I do selfies? Is no clothing sexier than tasteful lingerie? It really depends on the person who's receiving them. And you should know what they're into. Hmm. If they're the kind of person who's who likes to send you selfies and likes to receive selfies. And I think selfies is definitely safe. Same thing with the underwear or like lingerie versus naked. You, I mean, I'm sure that you've picked up selfie conscious. I'm sure that you've picked up from, um, you know, sexy times, what your boo is into. I don't know though. Is that the same though? Cause like sexy times are not always going to reveal what is sexy on paper. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I just feel like in my experience, you know, there's, there's like, yeah, you're being sexy and that's awesome. But then there's like special <laughs> <In that> tone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I guess. I guess. But then there's like special sexy times when you pull out like, you know, a certain lingerie set or you there's a certain type of foreplay or there's a certain thing that kind of like levels it up a little bit. <sighs> Yeah, you know. So that's the que- I mean, that would be the thing. I I've heard that tasteful lingerie is is uh, you know big win. It's a big win. Big win, especially. I mean, the name of this was boudoir for my boo. So that's kind of the nature of boudoir classic boudoir photos. Is that you know you're a boudoir classicist. Well, you know, I know a photographer who shoots boudoir. What? Yes. Well, get them on the air. I will. I should call them up right now. Anyways, maybe I will. We'll take a break. Um, so, yeah, there's the kind of, uh, you know, it's just like early Playboy and Penthouse, uh-huh. I think. Like part of what made, oh, gosh, I can't remember which one it was. I think part of what made Penthouse so um, so unique and exciting was it was like one of the first magazines to show actual pubic hair. Oh. And whereas Playboy, or am I getting it mixed up? One of them was like showing pubes and just like here's the naked body. Right. But the other one always made always was careful to make the photographs somewhat artful. Okay. So they would use like interesting film overlays uh-huh. or um you know like curtains or shade or things like that to somewhat like to sort of obscure and hide some of the like you know exciting parts right because it's like the reveal the reveal and leaving things for the imagination and yeah and also i think that depending on what the type of lingerie is it's just like clothing Mm -hmm. in that it highlights certain parts of your body and like if this is all about kind of taking photos and like creating an art piece a sexual art piece Uh like it's nothing wrong with using props okay 
I like that. I mean, it's got you've got more to work with, that's for sure, especially for a newbie. Totally. Like, and there you could do like a photo series where it starts out where you're just doing oh, some doing some poses both. with the lounge and then like slowly as piece by piece. The photos as you flip through the photos, they start to like kind of, you know, shift down or mm-hmm. come off. And the or last whatever. one you're just asleep. And the last one you're passed out uh-huh. with pizza. With pizza. Pizza it's covering real. up your nips. Ooh, that's a specific thing that a lot of people would probably get mm-hmm. into. Food porn. Well food. Yeah, use food, food fetish, you know? Why not yeah. go all out? Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. Know what their fetish is. Yeah. This is, yeah, hard. How do you mm-hmm. do preliminary research on this, though, without without giving it away? It. Uh-huh. You know what? You can always do the, uh, God, I was watching this YouTube video, or somebody somebody showed me this thing where this guy was, like, super into feet. Like, what's up with that? Do you like feet? <laughs> How do you feel about that? How do you that? feel about pepperoni on nipples? Are you open to that? Are you open to Are it? Are you more than open to that? Yeah. Cheesy belly button? What do you think? (laughs) All right. So we've got the lingerie versus clothes. We've got the print versus digital. And then we've got selfie versus photograph. I personally think that having a photographer do it is best. Really? It sounds horrible to me. Oh, I mean, for the person getting pictures taken, like, hell yeah, it's super embarrassing. But if this is a gift for your person, it adds this whole other level of like, oh, my gosh, this is a big deal. They did this for me. Also, who was in that room? Also, sexy. Another person was taking pictures. Uh-huh. Looking and at your body. Exactly. Um, as far as who takes that picture, it's totally up to you. If you have a close friend who you think would be down, then yes. Who, P.S. Uh, who would you choose? I just want to say, uh-huh. if if you ever needed help with this, I would be honored to be your photographer. Are you talking to me or this caller? I'm talking or to you. Emailer? I'm talking to you, Beaver. Me, Beaver? <laughs> yeah, I would be honored. And you plus, know, I'd be happy to be an art director, too. Full disclosure, I did try this once a long, long time ago. Different yeah. life with a friend. Yeah. And it was horrible. What do you mean? It was horrible. Was this too funny or it was too embarrassing? It was kind of like hard to... It was funny and then mm-hmm. it was horrible. It was oh. like the results were bad. Oh. You know? Well. The pictures were not good. Mm. Unusable. Wow. But the process was fun. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. I, I take good pictures. All right. <laughs> Sounds like you're offering to do a... A I'm photo just, shoot for I'm me. just saying. First, we'll do a mangrover. Great. <laughs> Great. We'll find some lingerie. I also, I really am struggling to think about, like, poses specifically. Like, I don't know if they asked this, but, like, what do you start with? How do you, like, look sexy? I think sexy? you gotta, yeah, you gotta feel yourself. Literally? Yeah. Start. Maybe probably a little Even bit of that. Feel? Yeah. I mean, actually, that's probably not a bad idea. Mm, you know, feel yourself okay. up a little bit. Uh-huh. Get, get in the mood. Get in the mood. Get the engines running. Yeah. And then, I mean, this is, I would be horrible at this because I'm very self-conscious and don't, you know, whatever. So that's another story. But like, I feel like it would be really hard for me to loosen up enough to like pose and feel sexy. Cause I like, like this person wrote, I would end up making it into a joke, which would be amazing instantly. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I would, I would love some joke, sexy pictures from, from you. Okay. To great. Valentine's I'll Day. take serious, sexy pictures of you and you can take joke, sexy pictures. Take serious <laughs> ones of me, but then let's edit in like rubber chickens. Perfect. Perfect. Um, the other thing is some people dig music, like putting on music in the background. For just to get into the zone. Just to get into the zone, maybe smoke a little bit of a J, <laughs> you know. do. I would get drunk. Do your thing. Personally. Yeah. Because what, I mean, sexual I don't confidence, know. alcohol. I mean, I guess I would just say look at look at photos of oh, that's a good idea. that you think, you know. And again, uh-huh. I'm going to go back to like the classic penthouse and Playboy because they were more artful. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of thing that I would personally enjoy looking at. I guess you'd have to like, I mean, does, I wonder if this person's partner or if they ever watch porn together and mm-hmm. like what, what turns them on. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's a him. We don't know. Them. Yeah. We don't know. We're not, we don't assume. We just assume know. so much. So we, <laughs> we gave you some answers and some vagues. I think when in doubt Good too, luck. like, do you consider, uh, Finding a professional photographer. It can be anonymous. It doesn't have to yep. be a friend. It might be better if it's a stranger who's like, honey, this is my profession. Exactly. Let me do your makeup and your hair. That's wh- the person that I know. And dress you up. Mm-hmm. It'll be like that time we did that Western photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Which I was thinking about today. That should be on our Beaver and Cleaver. Oh, profile. for sure. We'll share that. Okay. Um, And then, listener, just picture that sexier. <laughs> just no. picture it as a boudoir. Actually, I'm going to say don't picture us sexy okay you can't put i'm just that gonna put that out, out there. there that's gonna make them do the opposite you know that <laughs> okay we have another one 
right it's called good vibes oh man we're like what do you knocking think? them down i know what do you think this is about i hope it's about the, the beach boys, boys. Jinx! <laughs> <laughs> you owe me a hummer okay all right dear beave and cleave please help i'm a woman in my mid-30s a lot okay, of ladies this is a woman emailing us <laughs> we're their friends okay Please help. I'm a woman in my mid-30s, and I've never used a vibrator or a dildo. Oh, no. No. No, no. We're getting the filthy content we wanted. Finally. I want to get into the game, but I have no idea where to start. Colors, materials, shapes, sizes. It's all so overwhelming. <laughs> Look at all these newbies. I want to put them in a room together. <laughs> I consider myself sexually liberated, but this issue has me second-guessing myself. Uh-oh. I don't Signed. think you are sexually liberated. <laughs> Signed, Dill Donting in Middle America. Yeah, nice try. It's <laughs> pretty good. I, I do. I mean, maybe. you don't think they're sexually liberated because they haven't used a dildo or a vibrator? Maybe for Middle America, but okay. I think it's like it is hard for me to imagine getting to your mid thirties without dabbling. No, I mean they didn't say that they don't masturbate that's true just maybe they've that just learned it with the other manual ways. approach yeah analog analog masturbation what's wrong with that I, well, nothing's wrong with that you can do it anywhere you don't need anything right. you don't need a battery you don't need a wall charger mm-hmm. you certainly don't need a what else we got marble Mm-mm. glass there's just marble oh i see what you're <laughs> I was like, do you, what do you do with marbles that sounds terrifying you just pop some marbles up there. <laughs> yeah, it's just like medieval medieval birth control slash masturbation. Ugh. Okay. You think that'd work? Marble marbles? Block? They used to put rocks. Women used to put rocks oh, up their so J's. horrible. Yep. That's not cool. Not cool. Well, okay. Here's step one. Step one. What? Go to a, go to a shop. Go to one of those awesome, like, female-oriented stores. Okay. Um, or online. There's one that has... Is there something... I feel like that's a sketchy thing, buying online. Why? What's sketchy? Well, it's one of those things where it's, like, so personal. You can't, like, try it out and then decide, I need to return this. You can't ever try it out. Yeah, but you can at least see it in real life if you go to a store. That's true. I don't think it's sketchy, per se. I think that's how a lot of... What do you think about things like glass dildos? Do you think that's... Is that just sort of, like, more of a novelty, like, something that you would have on display to show the world that you're comfortable with your body i don't know anyone that has ever used one i do know some people that are really into crystal dildos i guess they claim they have like you know certain properties energies yeah um and maybe glass is like a not the same but a similar sensation more hygienic honestly yeah than a lot of things yeah than like latex right but it seems also dangerous and knowing myself and my lifestyle wouldn't last a day <laughs> I think you know what I mean. Yeah. I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. So if you can't, but I'm just saying, like, depending on where this person lives, uh, and they've never had this experience. You're a drummer. That's why. That's true. You're right. You're going to break everything. I'm going to try to use Anything everything shaped a like a drumstick. Is Anything fair at game. all, boys. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out. But they might not have a store nearby. They might not have a good shop to go to. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's a. There are so many blogs out there. That's true. It's so, it feels like it's less taboo. It's definitely more. So mainstream. now there's more like open. I'm gonna use this word again. Liberated women mm-hmm. talking openly about what works for them. Yep. So you can find some blogs or some websites that you trust. Mm-hmm. Do you I, th- would you like for this person? Would you suggest like a little bit of both, or would you say like uh, start with a start with a vibe? Start with a little pocket rocket and yeah. then move on to the to the well, dildo. Let's see, they consider themselves sexually liberated, so I'm <laughs> assuming that means like they've had sexual relations. I guess right? I don't really know what that because means. Because I, I mean, honestly, like, oh, if- you know what? I think that they it could mean that they're saying like, I'm open to anything. Okay, I think yeah, definitely start with the vibe. Okay, because if you've only had you know these guys. You're holding hand, up my fingers. You're holding up your f- five fingers. My five fingers. All yep. five. Or uh, all oh, ten. Okay. Depending, ten fingers. Depending. Yep. yep. That's going to be a crazy experience for you. Yeah. It's going to be wild and amazing and battery powered or USB. 
USB is a new thing. <laughs> Bluetooth. 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 That's a real thing, too. Oh, my God. Okay. There's a lot out there. But I'm just saying that's going to be like, what mm. is happening? Because mm-hmm. no matter what, you're never going to be able to accomplish that same thing mm-hmm. with your hand. Mm-hmm. What about a bathtub stream? Like well, the faucet the stream? Entry level. Okay. <laughs> if you're a child <laughs> in the 90s, mm-hmm. taking baths a lot, mm-hmm. reading books while you take baths. Mm-hmm. One way or another, you're going to figure that one out. Mm, yeah. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Trust me. <laughs> and then you... Uh, I trust you. You never go back. Yep. But then you also don't do it anymore because you don't have a bathtub. Right. As an adult. Right. Challenge. But I, I I don't know about the dildo. Like, it's not for me, honestly. No. If I'm getting personal. That's okay. It's just like, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> Putting something up there. I know, but I can, de- I can get that. Okay. I can get that other places. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. No, so what do you think? no, no. This is great. I think that that's uh, that makes a lot of sense. So it's about the sensation. Yeah. Start on the outside and start with something that you can't really get in another way. Right. Because that's the treat of it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really say if they have a partner right now. But I guess like that would be an advantage too. Like if you're somebody who has a partner, so you you can get that D. Mm-hmm. But you're just looking for another way to, like, love yourself. Mm-hmm. Maybe the vibrator is the way to go because it's so unique. And it's like you're the only one who can do that. Yep. And then you can share that with your partner and be like, check out this awesome thing. I also just think of it as a, a massage option mm-hmm. to de-stress, mm-hmm. you know, yep. that doesn't require the same amount of sexual input yeah. as manual because you're yeah. not, you don't actually have to, like... Do get in the mood or think about it you right. don't even have to f- think about sex nope it's you, just a massage you start it up and that i think can be really amazing okay well that's a bigger separate conversation that we'll get into sometime I okay think. yeah because i really do have a lot of thoughts on this but we'll have a whole podcast about i would say to this person invest get a high quality little little guy okay with a USB, if possible. <laughs> okay. I'm all about the USB. USB recharging, yeah. Because bat- you will go through a lot of batteries. And you know what? This is, we're, we've passed the tipping point, folks. We need to start thinking sustainably, even when you're masturbating. Yeah, especially. Especially when you're masturbating. Honestly, all those boys and their tissues. Oh, my God. From trees. Yep. Their tissues and their lotions. They're all those Silicon yeah. Valley boys. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Well, I hope this helps, dear dildonting in middle America. Dill do. Dill do it. What time? How much time are we at? I feel like um, we've been... Uh... No, we've got some time. Okay. Believe it or not. I do believe Take it. Take it or believe it or not. Okay, we've got two emails left. <laughs> One of them has just a just like rapid fire okay. bunch of questions. I don't like them. Do you want to just try to answer them really quickly? Okay, yeah. Just like... Can like... I read them and you answer them quickly? Sure. Okay. Here, I'm coming over. Okay. Can you hear me still? Yeah. Okay. Um, you have like five seconds for each. Okay. What is the meaning of rice? Soup. If I want to change something major in my life, like my job, how would I go about starting the process? Quit your current job. Okay. That was it? Yep. Okay. <laughs> how do I properly secure genitals while wearing gym shorts and no undos for a female identifying person? Love these it- parenthetical female identifying. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a non-issue. Okay. What is the point? Oh, no, no, no. I take that back. Um, because it could be somebody who has a yes. penis, but identifies as a female. It was a trick question. It was a trick You're question. You're a bad person. Guess what? I stopped myself. That's true. I caught it. Right. You're a decent person. Um, securing genitals, both no undos. No undos. Get the kind of gym shorts that have the little pack. Oh, yeah. I have those yeah or get gym shorts that are long enough that you don't feel um self-conscious because also a lot of people just like to have things like flopping around it's pretty comfortable yeah so i would just say get a little bit longer short okay what is the best long we're done with that sorry (laughs) what is the best mid-set song progression for a catholic funeral playlist i'm gonna say closer by nine inch nails oh okay how should i live my life knowing that our governmental institutions will continue to fail us under the present administration it's not possible. Okay. Is a, Jewish, is a Jewish nation state a meaningful and necessary thing? Depends on who you are. Okay. How tall am I? Five foot nine. 
All right, that was rapid fire with we Cleaver. Should, we should make that a segment. All right, I like that. So, uh, listeners, if one of you could just send us ten questions, mm-hmm. no more than ten, though. Make some of them extremely challenging and some mm-hmm. of them no brainers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what's the meaning of rice? It's obviously soup. Is it? Do you want me to read this one? Should we just take a breather? Yeah. I'm feeling kind of winded. Yeah. Let's take a breather. In my advice muscles. How was your day? Let's just do a little small talk. <laughs> oh, man. What's going on? That was a rough day. Yeah. You know, toddler, toddler time. Toddler probs. Todd probs. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all about um, understanding uh, emotions and tension and trying to communicate with your parent when you don't know how to use your words. And so the only ways that you're communicating is through high-pitched screams. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and repeating, repeating, <laughs> and I believe me, it works because I pay attention to it all the time. Yeah, how can you not? Um, but, uh, you know, headache, vill, it's just, it's, it, it was, it was rough, but you know what? what? And it was like super amazing and really sweet. And like our bedtime routine consists of her, there's like five different things that she wants to do with me when she's done nursing. Mm-hmm. And so like, so like, uh, her dad is reading mm-hmm. the story and she's nursing mm-hmm. and like, while he's reading, she'll pop off the boob and say, all done. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, I've finished. Great. I've yes. had enough. Yes. Yes. Um, satiated mother. <laughs> and then I am like, okay. And I start to sort of inch away, mm-hmm. but then she goes, mm mm-hmm. And she wants like a kiss on the lips. Uh-huh. She wants to do a nose rub, uh-huh. and then this gets really weird from there. She'll do like an open mouth kiss. She'll like <laughs> like flap her eyelashes on my cheek. She'll want to do high fives. Um, sometimes a hug. Sometimes she wants to rub her forehead against mine. Sometimes she wants to do all ten of these things in a row. That kind of sounds she... like a robot like short circuiting. Yeah, and then she <laughs> totally. And then she wants me to do all those things to her favorite stuffed animals and to, you know, my partner. How many animals are we talking here? Sometimes one, sometimes four. Whoa. Yeah. That's a lot to remember. That's like one of those getting to know you games mm-hmm. where but you're going it's, around in a circle. It's amazing. Like my heart just overflows every single time and oh, all of the like night. horrible moments that happen throughout the day are just gone. That's amazing. I know. It's like her superpower. Parenting sounds so complicated but so rewarding it really is we talked about like maybe having some sort of a parent corner on this podcast which i should say is not an original name i took it from a bill simmons podcast so bill simmons if you're listening thank you for letting me say it and i promise i'm not trying to steal it please tell your followers about us yes because i'm sure it's the exact same demographic you'd be surprised i don't know who he is Uh, yeah (laughs) look it up um what was I saying? Oh, yeah. We, yeah, because Cleaver cuts it out is feeling a little bit, um, shall we say, lame It's stressing Cleaver out to have it's to stressing be forcefully negative every week. And, and I just feel like that's not good. Like, this, I feel the same way about Cleaver cuts it out as this per- as our um, plain face Jane feels about trying to force makeup wow. on her face. Oh, my God. Way to bring it back to plain face Jane. You know what I'm talking about? I do. I mean, I'm for it still. Like, I think you're... You're cutting yourself short. Is that a saying? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, maybe we can have a segment, Cleaver Cuts Herself Short. Cleaver I could just, do that all day. Says kind of like upsetting Somewhat things about herself. I say, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, it's horrible to listen to. I'm sure our, lis- our, like, our listening stats will spike. People love self-deprecation. It's true. It's the backbone of all comedy. Yep. It's backbone. Yep. I find myself questioning basic sayings. Like 20 times a day. It's okay. I think I have like usually most of the words right and then one kind of wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like glued in the dark. <laughs> yeah, like glued in the dark, for instance. You know, I had a listener really tell me that they heard that they were working at a local bakery uh-huh. and they heard that over the local radio as in live, here, here. as in where we're, where we're recording this in Moab, Wherever Utah. Is. We can say we're recording in Moab. We're Everyone's at KCMU. Know where we are. Um, Anyways, yeah, glued in the dark. They liked it. And they were like, oh, my God, that person also says weird words that don't make sense. Have you uh, have you had a few moments where people are like, oh, my God, that's you? Yes. Your cleaver? No, everybody thinks I'm Beaver. Because, what? Yeah, because Beaver is the only memorable name. Nobody remembers Cleaver. That's not true. Mm. I don't believe you. This is Cleaver's cuts herself out. What's it called? <laughs> Cleaver, Cleaver cuts, cuts herself her- out of the picture. <laughs> 
And it's a moment for Cleaver to just step away while I talk. All right. Oh, no, you know, I hate this so much. I instantly panic every time that Cleaver... What were you going to say? I don't know. Oh, okay. I got really nervous. As soon as you're not looking at me or, like, responding to me, I panic and, like, lose my ability to speak. It's really hard. I need constant validation. Oh, man. Okay, listeners, Hold so on please compliment Can we take more. a, a just super short music break? This is a f- segment of the show where we play, we pipe in whatever's being played in the studio right next door to us, which is live radio on the air and right now it's it's the thin edge jazz show nope that's not it (laughs) does this make you feel sexy like would you it's complicated could you pose in this no pose with this pose to this you know the jazz and my childhood are very intermingled and tell me more i spent a lot of time in jazz clubs as a child <laughs> i do know how to play brushes as you're hearing here here you go oh hold on, yeah okay um i am classically jazz drummer trained that's right i didn't know you were jazz drummer trained. i'm jazz drummer trained wow. i don't like to talk about it you don't like to talk about drumming ever or it drum ever it's a a thing yeah it's one of my new year's resolutions though what to drum more drum more but also be more confident about the skills that i have that people invested money in let's do it that people invested their time <laughs> like you're talking about other people who helped you get to where you are yeah i'm talking about my drum teachers wow. talking about my drum stick suppliers i'm talking about miss hallman in seventh grade shout out to miss hallman first chair two years in a row you deserve it so you don't, you so you're much. not first chair if you don't have skill. I was first chair out of like 12 people and they were all boys but me. And it felt amazing. Amazing. I love it. Like us who couldn't let loose on the drum set. Me. It was me. Like you, like freestyling was not your thing. All the boys were like, oh, we're here early. Like, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to solo. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like me. Were you a band nerd? No, I wished I was. Did you? All my friends were. Why didn't you get band nerd? I don't know why I never joined band. Mm. That's a really good question. I was doing my own thing. Like, I was learning guitar kind of like on my own. Guitar and I, was not offered in most uh, true. schools. Yeah, I was really into guitar. Mm-hmm. And I um, I took b- guitar lessons from a woman named Patty Jo Roth. Amazing. Who lived on a boat. Uh-huh. And so I would go down to the harbor jump on her boat not jump on the boat you know mm-hmm. step, step on. lightly yeah. onto the boat and then we would um we would do some lessons that were singing and guitar uh-huh. and they were great i had a really good range uh-huh. i had like several octave range when i was little singing uh-huh. and um and i got really good at guitar what happened uh good question i don't know i just stopped playing hmm. it kind of like fizzled out in like right after college unfortunately but i um yeah i could play like really complicated ani defranco songs oh really well i've been best friends <laughs> but we could bring that back Honestly, i could start practicing ani again you could you got the drums it's like riding bike we could start an ani um cover duo that we could call it like ani defunk ani duo franco <laughs> ani james franco <laughs> Ooh, halloween costume yep let's do it okay all right well that by the was, way uh... james franco if you're listening which you probably are because you've been to moab <gasps> has he has everyone well you know 128 days later or whatever oh yeah it's called <laughs> two weeks notice the, yeah the movie about how he cuts his arm off and then it basically stops there and it just follows the story of his zombie arm <laughs> It's 128 days later. That's called a movie mashup. I love All it. Right. Somebody fund me. Fund me, baby. Hey, James. Hey. Fund us. I'll pretend to be James. Mm. Hey. <laughs> hey. I think you're finding it. You're getting it. Hey. Use that multi-octave hey. range. Hey. Hey, what's your movie pitch? Hey, yeah. what's your movie pitch? No, no I don't know. I've never really you know heard what he him sounds talk. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. Who, who did that sound like? Uh, email us yeah let us know give us your review on cleaver's imitation <laughs> of james franco 
And also a review on our idea for a joint Halloween costume of James Ani DeFranco. No, Ani James Franco. Yeah, <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> Ani de James Franco. Um, should we, we have like a couple minutes left uh-huh. in this hour. In this totally self-guided yep. journey uh-huh. of Take Your Leave with Beaver and Kalila. And I feel like we should read the email uh-huh. and not do Cleaver Cuts It Out or um, Beaver's Log. Yeah, let's, you know, have you heard of A-B testing? Nope. I don't really know what it is either, but I think it's like giving people two different options and seeing how they respond. Okay. So I would like listeners to listen right, to episode two. And then? And then episode three. Well, actually one, two, and then three. Okay. And tell us what they like the best. This one's just advice. Is it working for you? Let us know. Beaverandcleaver at gmail.com. No, we don't own our own domain. Yet. Because of you guys not being big enough fans. Plus, it's free. Yeah, plus it's free. Thanks, Gmail. Hi, Beaver and Cleaver. Bendy here. Yay! <coughs> Their number one caller. <laughs> Remember that advice I was after a few weeks ago about dating someone who lives two hours away? Sure. Well, we're now primed for a third date. Third and episode, third date. And I'm seeking some ideas. They came to Moab first for a hiking date. Okay, so that solves that problem. Remember how that question was like, what should we do on a first date? Should yeah, I go there? We had a lot of good ideas. They were ignored. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Well, I mean, they probably like employed the advice we gave to determine that they come to Moab because Moab was won the contest of having the most fun thing to do. I wonder what hike they went on. I also think your dog mm-hmm. plan is a really good point. It doesn't say. Uh, okay, continue. It's coming up. Continue. They came to Moab for a hiking date. Then I went to where they live and we had to wander about town with the dogs and make dinner together date. We had to or had a? Had the. the. Sorry. Oh, okay. We had the wander about town with the dogs and make dinner together date. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, so this guy's got a dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I'm wondering if we should meet somewhere in the middle or if they should come back to Moab. And what should we do? I'm a big fan of the hiking date, and I lean on that as a default date idea pretty hard as it's my comfort zone. So should I soldier forth with my usual and see how much scrambling I can get him to do? Maybe dangle off a rope or see how great his stemming technique is? Hmm. I mean, that would be a good way to see what's going on with his, you know, Uh (laughs) that's how you see it or should i should we keep going should we keep doing different things you know so we can see each other in all sorts of different situations i hear that's a good idea i'd appreciate your thoughts thanks y'all third date bendy third date bendy late night bendy uh i say i say have him come back honestly i think like if this is date three it's not the time to meet in the middle it's like all right, come back to my home base. Get mm-hmm. to see my life a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Let's make more informed decisions about each other mm-hmm. as we move forward. Mm-hmm. Let's spend some time in my little circle, my little town. Mm-hmm. Go on some trails I really like. Let mm-hmm. me show you stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Plus, I'm. they didn't say it explicitly, but I'm picking up from the quote unquote, we did the wander about town with the dogs and make dinner together. I'm picking up that she wasn't that psyched about that. Yeah, I mean, the first time you said it, said we had to. <laughs> Yeah, I did say that. That was my fault, though. Um, I'm not always the best reader, but I'll get better. You're doing pretty well. I think um, I agree with you. Yeah. I think come back to Moab. And um, I would push you to get out of your comfort zone a little, but it doesn't mean that you have to wander about town and make dinner in Moab. You could maybe have the date last a little bit longer. So there could be one day or a half day where there's like a shortish but fun mm-hmm. hike that maybe does involve some scrambling or some petroglyphs or something that you I can... I like the dangling. Dangle them. Dangle. Dangle and stem. Definitely. Pretend that you're going to kill them. Mm-hmm. See how they do. See what they do. Gauge it. Mm-hmm. Make your decisions based on that reaction. Yep. Yep. See how your dog reacts to that as well. And then maybe the second part of the date, like the next day, if you're willing to let this person sleep over then maybe the next day could be something where it's like, we're going to go to a restaurant together. See brunch. Right. But see how they act in like a major social situation. Is that like, what's that a restaurant? Yeah. (laughs) A restaurant or, you know, depending on what weekend it is in Moab, maybe there's something big happening with trash and show. Oh, that would be a fun day. So for listeners who are ways away though, listeners who are not in Moab, trash and show is this annual party that happens where people make costumes out of trash and there's a band and it's a huge huge riotous good time and it's coming up february 23rd 
This is not a promo. It's in one month. It's one month, yeah. So See, that's what I'm saying, though. That's down the line. Okay, well, if this is working out with dude or with whoever with them, then you should maybe forward think and plan that as a date for sure. Although that's assuming that you know she wants total integration. Maybe she just wants a side piece, a little Ooh. distant, little weekend getaway. I was gonna say bone away. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know. We don't know the intentions here. We don't know the intentions, but I do think I do agree with you. I think uh, have them back. Yeah. Keep switching off for a little while. There's no need to switch. No, there's no need to like, you know, spice it up too much right mm-hmm. now in terms of location. I think meeting the middle should be a purely like logistical thing. Like mm-hmm. if you really both don't have enough time. like Right. Because the goal of these is like you're just still getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. So it's totally OK to do that on familiar territory. Yeah. I like it. All right. All right. That was easy. That was easy. Thanks, Bendy. Hey, thanks, Bendy. Hey, good luck. Have a good date. We'll be there if you want. Yeah. Actually, please invite us. You know what? Bring us to your first and second dates, everybody. Yep. All right. Um. That it? <laughs> that, and that's it. Listen, here's here's how to get more um, Beaver and Cleaver. Tell you the people. You can subscribe on Anchor FM. You can mm-hmm. also subscribe on Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Spotify. Um, Spotify. I don't know if you can subscribe on Spotify. Google Casts, find it. Google Podcasts, and then um, several, Apple's coming up. Several more. You can also tune in to KZMU, which is the Moab radio station. KZMU.org is where you can stream it. And on Thursday mornings at 1130 Mountain Time, it's the live Take It or Leave It mini-sode. It's family friendly. It's family friendly, and you can call us live, mm-hmm. and we can answer your family friendly questions over the air you can talk to us in real time irlt <laughs> with ira glass with ira glass and we will do our best to give you fast-paced relevant witty perfect what are some other adjectives uh silly innovative innovative brilliant um friendly advice advice and um, about money money and, and dating. Bo- boats vacations decorations parenting and money that's right that's our promo and we're here for you in short in short anything else you want to say that's it thanks everybody this was episode three tune in bye Oh la la